And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. And here I am. Thank you very much, legendary John Bon Jovial. Good to see you again this week. Good How are you to doing see you, sir. Uh, you know, not too bad. Happy New Year, one and all. Happy New Year, David. It has been... Happy New Year once again to you. It, it has uh, been uh, 12, 12 months of, of the New Year. Yeah. twelve. We just finished 12 months of... Uh, maybe a diplomatic way to put it is bewilderment. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm, I just choose not to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I've, I've had a cu- couple of my customers have come in the shop, and uh, we've all agreed that we just can't... The, the, the vaccine, we can't get it soon enough to try to get back to yeah, some granted. semblance of normalcy again. I mean, that would just, you know, uh, it, it'd be nice. And while they talk about, while they talk about the difficulties in getting the vaccine out there, they completely overlook the fact that they are already doing it in record numbers in record time. I mean, we've become such a negative society that we complain about our successes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Well, you know, here in, here in Florida, they, um, uh, in Collier County where I live, uh, they decided that it would be a really good idea to do a, do it on a first come first serve basis. So you had, uh, folks, many places did. Yes. And you have got folks that are 65 and over some with some real severe health, uh, conditions, Mm-hmm. Uh, ending up waiting in line as if they were getting tickets for a Grateful Dead concert, and the people are waiting in line for up to 20 hours with no guarantee yeah. that by the time they get up to the front of the line, there's going to be any left. And there was exactly. such a yeah. stink <laughs> that was raised over it that the county commissioners actually caved and said, okay, we're going to change it to uh, now it's an appointment situation. So if I want to get the uh, Corona-19 vaccine, uh, because I qualify, I am definitely over 65, uh, I have to make an appointment. And the appointments are booked three to four weeks in advance now to get a vaccine shot, which is just crazy. I'm not surprised, given the the number of places where you can get it, plus the amounts that's available of the vaccine let's face it they can only produce so much so fast but uh yeah it's a scary situation and it has been right from the start oh sure um and uh, i i really have little sympathy for the people who scoff at the seriousness of this because as you know i have been fighting this since the end of july yeah you had it's come back and bit it's come back and bit me twice. And I had a mild case, very mild case of it. I didn't lose my sense of smell or, or taste, knock on wood. Uh, I didn't have high fever. I, it was a mild case. But it's come back and bit me at least twice since then. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure that I, I have no way of knowing if I'm ever going to be free of it. 
And that doesn't make me real happy. Oh, no, of course not. Of course not. And so many people scoff at it, like you said. They claim that, you know, oh, you can't force me to wear a mask. That's a violation of my rights. No, no, it's not a violation of your rights. It's a violation of civility if you do not wear your mask. It's a violation of common decency if you do not wear your mask. It's like I have said, and you know this because you've heard me preach this for years. Yep. People forget we were not taught. A lot of, apparently, a lot of people weren't taught that, yes, you have rights. You have these inalienable rights, but they only, they do not extend forever. They only extend to the point where they interfere with someone else's right. So you have the right not to wear the mask for yourself. But you do not have the right to endanger other people. And that's where the line is drawn. That's where it becomes legitimate to mandate you wear a mask every time you're in public. I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. But as as I I recall, this is notice. No, go ahead. I was just going one last thought. If you notice the people who scoff at it, you see them on the the news, and especially on social media, they're never the ones that have had it. The only ones that scoff at it are people who've never had it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yep. But this is a show about, well, people and music and you and me and yes, and, and, and and one of our guests, which is who's on hold right now, waiting to get in. And uh, so I, I, I think that perhaps... Um, one of us, I don't know, you, me, we'll to talk about what this show is about. I think we should talk about music? Okay, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, what the hell, why yeah, not? This week, once again, <laughs> we have a uh, a return guest, a guest that uh, we got introduced to about a year ago and had on the show. Uh, they, are, they call themselves Creatures of Clay, and that's Cody Westwood will be joining us. And uh, we also have a, a unique, somewhat unique new sound from a group known as Electro Horse, which, uh, all right, now, don't, don't get too scared, people. <laughs> Give it a chance. Wait till you hear it. They cross electronic dance. I don't want to say cross, but they kind of meld electronic dance music with a country influence. And... Uh, when I heard these people, I said, you know, that's something that some people will like and some will hate, but <laughs> that's the way of life. And it is new and unique. It, it, it's original. It shows some creativity. These people have gone out there and they have designed a new, not a new genre of music, but a new style of music. And uh, it's interesting. I want you to hear it. I want to share it with you. And uh, feel free to send us your emails, your comments on uh, whether you like it or whether you don't like it. Please try to keep them civil. And uh, be sure and tell us why. It's one thing to complain about something, but there are two other facets. One, why complain about it? And two, any ideas you have to make it better. Because that's something that's seriously missing in our complaining society. Everybody complains but not too many people actually advance ways to correct whatever it is they're complaining about. 
And uh, we'd love to hear from you. Email is david at thedavidbowers.com. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we do a lot of our selections from the emails we get and suggestions that we get online on uh, social media. So feel free to fire away uh, with uh, this or anything else you'd like to share with us. We're going to be turning momentarily now to our first guest, which is the electronic dance country group who call themselves Electro Horse. And we'll be talking with, uh, with them in just a couple of minutes, right after we listen to a tune called, appropriately enough, Ride It Like a Horse.
Ride it like a horse. They call themselves Electra Horses. <laughs> I got to tell you, I like that song. It's, it's, it's different. It's uh, creative. It's original. I catch a lot of influences in there. The obvious R&B uh, with uh, a less than subliminal uh, dance music sound to it. And uh, in some country, I mean, you know, what do you, what do you classify? If you're a program director at a radio station, what do you classify that as? Well, let me see. That's, uh, let's see, that's uh, hip-hop country dance music. No, wait a minute. There is no such thing. Let's talk to Elector Horse and see what he thinks. Elector Horse, come on in here. Say hello. Hey, what's up, everybody? How's everybody doing, man? First of all, that was probably a better intro than WWF, WWE Entertainment. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I say, call it country dance music, man. You know, it's just just, our, just a sound. It's just a sound to make everybody unite and come together, you know, no matter what any issues is or beliefs. Boy, and we sure do need that come together right now. But I got to ask you, this is... All kidding, all seriousness aside, too, I got to ask you, how did you ever come up with this concept? With which part? The Ride Like a Horse? The, yeah, the, uh, the, the mix of EDM with other, uh, other genres, really, because uh, like you said, you've got, you've got your DM, you've got your dance music, you've got a definite soul sound in there, and uh, you've got a, a twinge of country. I mean, it's, it's a real crossbreed. Man, I, I gladly, gladly, gladly again appreciate those kind words. Um, I think that for me, I would be, to be honest, I would say it started literally with a mistake of a country record I was working on. And, like, I'm, I'm coming from, like, the south side of Chicago. Then I moved to Atlanta. We got, we got my first records in Atlanta. Like, um, such as just my shot, notoriety of, of, of music and the music business. And it's been a journey. You know, you get your ups and downs and, everything else. So during that time, it just basically became a smorgasbord of mistakes, learning, and just having fun. And, you know, the electronic influence. I, know I started with dealing with electric, electronic music besides, of course, the hip-hop. And then with country, I would say that I love the storytelling. So in my own, uh, my own insight, I was like, hey, let me preach to the world what my vision was, my sound of country. Because at the end of the day, music is going to relate to a storytelling before anything. Well, you're right about that. And I'm, I, I can't say that I'm overly surprised about the idea coming from a mistake. A lot of great ideas over history have come from mistakes or at least misdirections. And uh, so that part doesn't really surprise me. But you have definitely created... A, an original sound. I've had uh, I've had a couple in the last year or two. I mean, there was a guy whose name escapes me right now who was doing country hip hop, and uh, yeah, that's uh, you know it's creative. It shows the it shows the effort, but this this shows more than an effort to create a new sound. This is a, a merger of sounds that actually works now. I this know is, this is something original, to... is what this is. This is not a copy. Yeah. This and is something really original. Everybody, there's going to be people out there that are going to put it down uh, for whatever reason, and uh, it is something that is not. What do I want to say? It, it, 
it hasn't been done before, okay? So you get a first there, and you know anytime you do a first, there are going to be people that are not going to care for it. And this isn't really, I don't think it's designed to be specifically, I, I don't think you're doing this just to make people like the style of music. I think you're doing it more to get them involved and well, it kind of sneaks up on you. You all of a sudden find it. Hey, I heard that in there, and I like that part of it. Anything to get the hook into them. Yes, 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 yes. That's that is one of my main intentions of it. Um, I've been mentored by some of the big, some of the biggest producers, and you know they they, they taught me a lot. And I, I would say like there were certain things I just never could uh, catch on to. Like it was a certain kick or a certain thing that they just had such an excellent um, sound with it. And with me, I had to find something that fits my narrative of um, just putting something back into the world. Like, you know, because no one is perfect. We all have lived whatever lives we've lived, uh, done right, wrong, whatever. And it's just like, hey, man, let's, let's leave this earth with something new. Something that can continue your legacy. If you don't finish it, somebody else can. But you're one of the people and the pioneers with it at least. That's how I look at it. You know, I, 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 I kind of have to agree with you. Um, and in listening to uh, the the two songs, uh, you know, "Ride It Like a Horse" and and of course, you know, we're we're going to be listening to "Walk on Water" here, you know, in the not too distant future. Uh, I am thinking, okay, what is this guy going after? Uh, I know it's not going to be the crowd that. Uh, is into George Jones and Tammy Wynette or Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson or, or Furl and Husky or any of the, you know, the old-time greats, the standards. Um, but I can possibly see a crossover into, if there is even such a genre out there of, of uh, somebody on the younger side of life that might like country music but also likes hip-hop music, and if there is a station out there that has that kind of format, I think that this would probably fit in perfectly. What are you, I don't know, I, I can't think of the right way to term it. So for lack of better words, you know, Electra Horse, who are you going after? What, what is your goal as far as so the people I, you want listening to this? You, you target audience. Yo, I, would, I mean, a target audience for me, I would say... Everyone, like, you think about it, con like, the, the way the genres are, there's almost not even such thing as a genre no more. Everything is hybrid. Like, damn, somebody would take a George Strait record and put it with, like, I don't know if you know about, like, Too Short or, like, a Bay rapper, and it just happened. Okay. And people are jamming to it. Like, you might have a show that, um, so, like, it might be a concert, and it's 100% Trump supporters there. But then Snoop Dogg, who just said something about Trump, he's on a, he's one of the headliners. Music is not categorized that way no more. Like, I think that, you know, even as a kid, your 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 grandparents or someone else will play an old school record. But because because it's just something about it, it was a groove that you liked it. So somehow it's, it's, just, it's just a vibe, like it's an energy. And like, even if you think, just say right now, like you're giving, y'all giving your feedback, you know, which is great opinions of the record. Do you consider yourself listening to that every day? 
most people who might be older or younger might not. Like younger kids might listen to trap music or like street music. But then they might say, yo, this ain't me, but I like it. All you got to get is the L word. The rest will keep going. And if they don't, they will tell their friend about it. You know, this is going back to uh, something that, that makes me think of the old expression, what's old is new again. Uh, back in the 70s, I worked for one of the biggest country stations in the United States, WSUN, in the Tampa-St. Petersburg area. And our program director was a guy named Art Wander. And he was he wanted to have a country format, but not a traditional format. He wanted to do what was called texture programming. In other words, if it fit the concept of what we were trying to do, we would play it. We were one of the first country stations in the United States, as an example, to play Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, Teacher Children, considering that these guys are traditionally rockers, but they did a hardcore country song. So we would play stuff like that. And I think that that's what you're talking about. You're going back to the concept of what I call texture programming. Mm, I love that word. I love it. I need it. <laughs> yeah. If 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 it if it fits the concept, if it fits the feel, even though it may not be a traditional artist for that format, well, why not? Let's play it. Oh yeah. I I've, I mean I've been in a situation with other records that I might have been in in an office, like at a label or an exec, and when I had other another record, and they were like, "Well, we don't know about this." And I said, but your feet is moving. I don't need you to tell me what the record is good or bad. Your feet is moving. I done my job. After that, they kept calling me about this record. But it's the truth. Like, a lot of times, whatever record it is, like, we catch ourselves nodding our head by feeling or stumping our feet. But sometimes our heart or our mind will be like, yo, I don't know because I'm so accustomed to this. But what if you give your foot a chance to catch up with your mind? That's the key. There you go. I like no, this. I, I like this guy. I like the way he thinks. <laughs> listen, listen, the horse. May I, may I call you horse? Uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, man, we, no uh, problem. We call you horse, <laughs> bro. We all family. We. Uh, I'm glad you said that because that's where I was going right now. As a matter of fact, we have a thing on the show. Once you're on the show. You're part of our family, so we'll work with you to help you in any way we can. Uh, one of my social media pages is on Facebook. It's the David Bowers Awards Groups page, and that is there for one purpose mainly, and that is for my guests and anybody else that has music and music news to post their news, new releases, uh, tours when they get going again, anything that you want to share with fans. Post it up on that page. We'll pick it up there and post it on our other social media sites. So it uh, it kind of makes it easier for your uh, PR people and for the individual artist who does it all himself, makes it a lot easier. You can post it on my page there, and we'll pick it up, post it on our other social media pages, and get you as much mileage out of it as we can. So hey, keep man, that I, in mind there. One listen at a time, man, saves a life. That's all that matters, man. Your heart there you go. People, we good. <laughs> and I, I love your concept of just get the L. I mean that that could be that could be a T-shirt. You know that could be like Nike's just do it. Just get the yeah. L. 
I, I, I really like that concept. Now, we're going to move on to, before we let you go, uh, the next tune that you are sharing with us. And this one features someone who actually has been on the show uh, a couple of years ago with an Americana grouping uh, connection, collection rather, of artists from Southern California and uh, Francesca Capasso. How did you work with Francesca on this? And I want to I want to be sure John Bon Jovial never hears the music until he plays it on the show. So uh, that way I get his gut reaction. His first, you know, he doesn't have time to be biased. It's what his opinion is when he first hears it, which is important when you're talking about new listeners, because as you just explained, how they feel when they first hear it is the big deal. So he hasn't heard this yet, but I'm going to mention the fact that this has a strong gospel influence in it. Tell us about Walk on Water. Okay, now, Walk on Water, we've been, I've been working on that record for, man, at least about three years, hands down, about three or four years. Me and Franny, Francesca Capasso, we recorded that maybe about five or six times. Like, for me, traveling, because I travel a lot, working with artists and producing, creating this, this sound and bringing different people together from um, to diversify country. Like, that's one of the main goals, to diversify country and the sound. So, with me diversifying it, there's nothing better than a story like Franny. Like, she's a fighter. Like, I mean, she didn't survive cancer. These are all things I've, I found out literally after the video. That's three years later. So it taught it at the same time with a record like that. Um, it teaches me to be more of a listener before talking a lot of times or kind of suggesting how we should do something, you know. But it's still a great reward to hear these things after the record. And just to, you know, just help bring light, man, with faith. And I'm not the most uh, religious person, but we all believe in faith and hope. Mm -hmm. So that's basically just saying, yo, whatever you're going through, especially like with COVID and everything else, and just life and finances, man, you just got to walk on water. You can't let the devil stop your shine. And Amen. That's what it's about. You got that right. And... We so appreciate you coming, spending time with us, getting to know you. It was great meeting you. I sure hope that you'll come back and see us when you've got some more new music because we'd love to get a chance to talk to you and hear some more of your music. Yes, no, absolutely. Hey, y'all don't hear that knock? I'm already at your house right now, man. I'm at your house right now. <laughs> come on in. <laughs> Bring it on, brother. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Electro horse, and here he is with Walk on Water.
They call themselves Electro Horse, and uh, I don't know. I'd, if I if I were classifying that one, I'd, I think I'd have to call it uh, uh, what hip hop EDM gospel. Yeah, I, I I like I love the gospel effect in that. I mean, it, it's really nice. And, yeah, uh, yeah, really. It, and it, it, you know, I, I don't I, you know I don't know if I'd go EDM, but I tell you what, there certainly is a lot of good R and B influence in that, and I I, I kind of dig that. Yeah, yeah, and it's definitely dance music. Uh, yeah, I'm really, uh, I'm really kind of buzzed about it. It's a, it's a creative thing they've done here, and I am, uh, I'm really surprised and impressed. I hadn't, uh, I would have never thought of a creation like that. That uh, it shows, that shows definite creativity as well as the, uh, as well as the talent to bring it all together and make it happen. Electro Horse, folks, check them out online and uh, be sure and drop them a line. Let you know what you think of the music and what you like about it. And, uh, hey, who knows, maybe we can get them to come back on the show when they have some new music and do it all over again. Speaking of doing it all over again, we got to do it all over again with our next guest who's standing by patiently on his return. This is his second time on the David Bowers Awards. We're happy to welcome back Cody Westwood and Creatures of Clay. This is called All Alone.
pleasant to say We're fading away I'm fading away oh, well, oh, oh. What I Westwood Creatures of Play. Hello, Cody. How you doing? Hello. Great to be back. Great to have you back. You had a lot going on this last year. What have you been up to? Uh, well, ever since everything happened, you know, all that mess. So oh, I, just know. Kinda, <laughs> just, I, I miss playing out a lot, but, you know, I haven't had any gigs. I've, I've just had a few um, recording sessions, uh, writing a lot of songs. Um, been learning home improvement. <laughs> ah, well, there you go. That's, that's a, a good way to make a plus out of a negative. Uh, what about what about any uh, live streams? You've been doing any of them? No, I haven't got into the live stream yet. I'm kind of, I'm, I, I really don't like the camera that much. <laughs> so I do a bunch <laughs> of videos. I've been doing videos of, uh, if you look on my Twitter account and the Facebook and all the other social media stuff. I, I put out a lot of um, different videos that I make up. I, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm a horrible film guy, but I think, I got, I think I'm better at music than doing the film stuff. <laughs> I, I think, as I've, as I've mentioned on the show before, I think that this whole virus thing has really altered many industries, including the music industry. And I think, uh, unfortunately, for those of you who are a little uh, camera shy, I think that the uh, I think that the live stream videos are going to be a much more major factor in uh, in getting out there in the near future. So you might uh, you might want to see if you could get yourself maybe a director who uh, you know could you know maybe do the uh, the the natural thing. Let you do your thing as if you were on stage and just have him make incredible camera shots so that uh, it comes off like you planned it that way. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. <laughs> hey, it's worth a shot. I mean, what the heck? John Bon Jovial, I know you You want to get into the conversation here. Jump in. Uh, sure. Uh, let me take my shoes off, though, before I get into the pool, because I paid all of $3.95 for them. So, you know, they're very expensive, very posh shoes. And I have absolutely <laughs> no idea where that thought string came from. Uh, uh, hey. I think you should send it back there. <laughs> yeah. You know that old bit, Dave's not here? Well, you know, <laughs> we finally found Dave. Cody, welcome back. It's great to have you on the show again. Oh, it's fantastic to be back. Good to hear you guys. I'm glad you're all surviving this mess and oh, uh, still I, having know, the show going on. It, it has it has been. I got to tell you the. 
Well, look, you know, I'm not unique. Uh, it's everybody knows what a bizarre past 12 months it has been, where the year started off quite normal. Uh, January, February, everything was looking good. I can remember even early in March, you know, here in Florida, we get a lot of uh, uh, baseball spring training, and the Red Sox played just up the road in Fort Myers. And, uh, you know, I had tickets for three games. We went to two of the games, and then all of a sudden everything got shut down. And uh, mm. so, yeah, it, it, it was just uh, something to behold. And it really makes you use your head as far as, you know, my business here is concerned. Uh, it makes you use your head as to how to uh, think outside the proverbial box and still be able to generate a revenue stream without anybody coming in the shop. And uh, so that, that was a challenge. And I, I know that the music world has suffered greatly uh, in 2020, and hopefully now with the advent of this vaccine, uh, things will start to loosen up a little bit. And who knows, maybe by the third quarter there might even be some live shows again. What do you think about that? Oh, that would be fantastic. Uh, you know, I just miss even seeing shows too, you know, like during the summertime, you know, you had a whole bunch of, you know, the, we have the pavilion. That's, I, I live in Maryland, so we in Baltimore, they have a pavilion and they have uh, a Rams head live and, and now, uh, you know, there's a lot of bands that come through and, you know, we, once in a while you, you like something, you like somebody, you go down and check it out, you know, and, or I might be playing down there too, you know, doing something, who knows, you know, what's going on, but I'm really miss it. I do miss playing a lot, you know, so. It's kind of. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I wrote so many songs from it, though. I do have. Like, I'm ready to go into the studio. I could probably be in the studio every day for a year. <laughs> well, maybe, we, maybe we should go ahead and book you right now for your next appearance when you come back with new music. <laughs> that, that, that has been That's one commonality so that we have heard throughout the year is that being holed up like this, people have gotten all kinds of inspiration for songwriting and uh, some of the uh, some of the guests that we've had on have found themselves to be extremely prolific far more than they ever imagined uh during these you know the really the the 10 months of of covid like what the hell else are you going to do well let's write a song right i mean just sitting around it's really you know, so, you know, you can only do so much, so, you know, can only, you don't want to go out in crowds, you want to stay away from crowds, you know, you want to, you wear your mask when you go into the store, you know, you want to follow the, the protocol and, and try to help out everybody, but, you know, you, you just wondering, you know, so when you're home, I have so much time, I'm like, yeah, I'm, that's another, there's another core progression, oh yeah, I'm going to change it around, and that's been done, but I can phrase it this way, you know, or something, yeah. <laughs> it's kind yeah, of, it's been fun, never. actually, in a way. You can take a negative, like you said, and make it a positive somehow. Do you, do you think that this whole process of being uh, cooped up like this has actually added to the maturation process of you being a musician? Uh, I, I guess you could put it that way. I mean, I see a lot of other musicians out there um, really struggling. You know, people that actually were getting paid a lot. I mean, I have some other ways of making money, too, besides just music. Um, but the ones that don't have that, I feel really bad for them. Uh, the, the singer, uh, there's a singer for, um, John Fogarty that follows me. I feel bad for her, you know, cause they, they're, they're trying to do the live stream, you know, through their thing too, mm -hmm. you know, and you can see all these musicians who try and 
you know, now it's like Spotify. I heard Spotify just knocked out, I don't know how many accounts, got rid of um, 7,000 oh. or something, I forgot, something crazy. But I noticed a lot more acts. I noticed people are getting into the music and, you know, getting online. And I don't know if you, I, I guess I just heard the new thing out that you just had on the show there. It was very interesting. But uh, people like that, you know, are showing up everywhere now. I mean, there's so many acts that you can't keep up with them. This is true, and it's going to see. It's going to be interesting to see how that all shakes down, and uh, what we have at the end of this. When and if things get back to some semblance of normalcy, what are your plans? Are, are you uh, are you looking to book some more shows as soon as you're able to get out there? Well, for right now, I, I was going to do. Um, a couple things for some friends and they were going to have you know, some small parties between, you know, 10 to 15 people kind of spread out in the spring they were talking about and having, um, I might be able to play at some of the wineries that we have around here that, um, they're interested. They have, you know, they have these sections and stuff that just all spread out outside and you can play inside. It's actually funny. You can play inside this barn and you have all the speakers all set up and you can play inside that. And, and it's pretty good pay too. So, they have a lot of that going around, and that's probably what I'm going to get into. It's probably going to be me and another guy. Just got to figure out who I'm going to use right now. And um, just as soon as I can, I can't wait. I'll just, like, be out there. I'll be there with the bells on. I'll probably do the first show for free. <laughs> I'm so excited, man. <laughs> just to get it done. <laughs> Listen, talking about your creative juices and the stuff you've come up with now during this hiatus or whatever you want to call it. This album you've got here shows kind of a different sound from uh, Creatures of Clay than we were used to in the past. What what got you in that? This was, was this started as a result of the lockdown or was this something you had already started working on before? The All Alone song? Yes. That you just listened to, yeah, that was before the pandemic. Uh, I kind of was just thinking about people. It's, um, you know, sometimes they feel like they're all alone and then, you know, there's friends and sometimes you feel like you're in a black hole. And I guess, uh, you know, I was relating to a lot of my past and different things that have happened, you know, sometimes with deaths and the family and stuff and different things and how people, you know, look in the mirror, do you feel alone, you know, and stuff like that, you know, can you really make it through. And then, I don't know, it was just one of those songs kind of like that. But yeah, it was before the pandemic. It, kind of fits for the pandemic a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But it, it has that introspective feel to it, which, you know, which you would get during a downtime when you're not doing anything else. And as you've already explained, you know, you're just sitting there and this ideas come to you, and which you might not have gotten if your mind was constantly on the go doing what you would normally be doing. Uh, I and agree. That's I, I think I agree. Yeah, definitely. This, this group of songs, including the, the one we're going to play, we'll talk about in a moment here, uh, which is uh, coming up after we talk to you here. Uh, seems to me, oh, yes, I see what I've done. I've got my uh, notes messed up here, so I... 
I was looking at this as I was talking, saying, wait a minute, that's not what we play. Uh, we have another, <laughs> we have your other track, Out of Control, coming up. And uh, tell us about that. Well, I've always admired uh, the younger ACDC stuff. So I kind of wanted to put something along that line of a Bon Scott, of like how would he would portray this song, you know, even though he's dead, but I was just thinking, we well, wonder how he would do it. I kind of tried that. I didn't put his voice on it, of course, my, but I tried to put it in that vein of an ACDC song. I don't know if I did good enough. <laughs> I don't know if I said anything about it. So, But that was the idea I came up, just the way, you know, it's out of control. I'm on that track about drinking. That's like when he, when they, he used to write some of his songs, if you ever, and you know, I'm sure you know some of the songs in the past, you know, like I want to ride all the stuff that they've done. He's always had like a storyline, like, a whole mm-hmm. lot of Rosie. And he did that one, you know, and stuff. So that's kind of how I did that. Oh, John, John Bon Jovi, you're our, uh, our technical expert here. And, uh, you kind of see things from a different perspective than I do. What do you think about this? Do you think, do you think it carries the influence that he felt, or uh, or what do you think about this, uh, the track? You know, it, it, the, the the difference between the thought process and the, the technical process sometimes can be two totally wildly different things. So all I can say is just conjecture on my part. But in listening to uh, listening to the the first song, listening to All Alone. Uh, you know, I, I heard, yes, I heard what I suppose could be construed as an early ACDC in, influence, but, you know, I'm also hearing, uh, a, a little bit of, uh, of, now this is going to sound a little crazy, but I'm also hearing a little balladeering of, uh, of a, a Kenny Rogers genre mixed in with that. And I, that's a weird combination, but to me, it kind of works. Before, before you ask him a question, I should clarify uh, for you and, and for the listeners who are listening close enough to catch what I did there uh, unintentionally, inadvertently. I was starting to talk about the next song, Out of Control, which is the one that he had related to the ACDC influence. And then I referred back to you, which more or less led you to go back to the first song because you never hear these songs until we play them on the show, so you couldn't comment on the next song. Right, right. And Cody, just, I don't know if you remember from your last visit, uh, I never get to hear the music in advance because, you know, David wants a gut, you know, reaction, honest reaction from me instead of giving me time to think about it. But, uh, you know, as I said, with All Alone, I did hear a balladeering influence, but also an early rock and roll influence, which... I suppose could be construed as even you know some of the earlier ACDC without the raspy vocals. I don't. Am I am I way far off or am I hitting something? Uh, I never didn't have the ACDC flavor, but you did hit on the early um, rock and roll. That's what I kind of was using, like from the fifties. Okay. Well, that's that's that makes sense because. I felt I I didn't see or hear the uh, Kenny Rogers thing, but I did get a feel for a country influence in there. And uh, a lot of country progresses from earlier rock and roll. So 
that's not an unusual thing to draw. And uh, I did. I got a uh, I got a little bit of a country feel on that. Now, Cody, you mentioned uh, your Twitter and uh, your other social media. I want to give you some time now. Go ahead. Tell the people how they can find you on social media and uh, how they can get in touch with you and buy your music, of course. Well, you can catch me at, on Twitter at Cody Westwood, C-O-D-I-E. That's how I spell my name. Try to be a little different right. here. And um, also, you can give me at creaturesofclaytheband.com is my website. And my YouTube channel is Creatures of Clay. Just pop that in YouTube and it'll pop up. I have seven videos up right now, uh, three more to go, and some more songs to record. And you can also catch my promoter at Rover Dove 123 and she's on um, Twitter. But you can also get everything from the website. If you hit on the website, you can get all the Facebook and, and Instagram and all the stuff that I'm on. I can't keep up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> let the promoter do all that. <laughs> <laughs> and she does an excellent job. Ver uh, Veronica is really sharp. And well, I she's love on that it. lady. She is. Uh, <laughs> she's good. She knows what she's doing. And she's out there hustling for you. So, uh, yep. yeah. Great girl. Great uh, girl. Love, love her to death. She's a good girl. Man. I, she does a lot for me. Yeah, she does. And uh, I know she is so great to work with. It's a pleasure as it is to talk with you again. And you, uh, you do have some more music coming that you have been working diligently on. So we do look oh, yeah. forward to yeah, having you come back and see us again and talk with us in the near future. Tell us about what you've got since you, uh, you know, it sounds like you've got an easy album in the mix. Well, I have probably about two or three. I, I could put, like I said, I could be in the studio every day and, and, and creating songs uh, if I had the time. Um, and the, uh, but the uh, gentleman that I work with with Creatures of Clay is John Grant. He's uh, the other part of Creatures of Clay, and he owns the studio, Secret Sound. And he's a great guy. Uh, he's one of my, uh, you know, if it wasn't for him, it wouldn't be Creatures of Clay, really. I write the songs and I come in and we play on it together and he's been just fantastic, you know, between the drums, between him and I, and cause we play every instrument. So it's just, this works out really well. So I'm so looking well, forward to working with him again. And he's always so busy. He has, uh, so many, he schedules his hours, but you know, he just has a lot of people come from all over the world to his studio and uh, Maryland people, famous people. And you know, I'm not going to get into anybody famous. But he, he, you know, he works with a lot of good people. He's a really good guy. Well, the good ones usually are always busy, and it is so good to have a collaborator that you not only can work well with, but who you respect each other, you like each other, and you really enjoy working together, as I do with uh, John Bon Jovi, my co-host, and I enjoy talking with people like you, Cody. Thank you so much for joining us today. We look forward to hearing from you again in the near future. All right, David and John, thank you very much for having me. And um, I can't wait to come back. Uh, we'll look forward to it. Be sure and give Veronica our best, too. Ladies and gentlemen, Cody Clay. I'm sorry, Cody Westward, <laughs> Creatures of Clay. This is what I am, out of control.
<laughs> there you have it. Out of control. Thank you very much, Cody Westwood, Creatures of Clay. Glad to have you come back and see us again. Thank you also to our first guest, Electro Horse, for joining us. We look forward to seeing you all back here in another week for a brand new The David Bowers Awards. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Yes, sir. I will be glad to do just exactly that. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. You have spent another perfectly good hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards, and we are so grateful for your presence today and hope to see you again next week. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and of course from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. We are available for free on most of the major streaming services. Be sure to follow the David Bowers Awards on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, and also join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFC. ZFM 106.3 in Rochester, New York. That, of course, being Rochester Free Radio. And on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 7 p.m. UTC. So until next week, for the David Bowers and Nick, our marvelously geeky engineer, and, uh, of course, uh, David himself, uh, this is yours truly, John Bon Jovial, saying thank you so very much for being with us. Happy New Year. Wash your hands. Keep your distance. Love one another. We'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.